This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1244 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by EquestrianCollections.com. horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip features Dr. Tanya Cubitt from Performance Horse Nutrition, and this time she explains how forages are utilized by your horse. And we'll get right to our tip after this from equestriancollections.com. When you need to resupply, replace, update, or invest in the stuff that makes your horse life possible, Stop by EquestrianCollection.com first. Browse through some 7,000 boot choices from great brands like Ariat, Boggs, Mountain Horse, Ovation, Smoky Mountain, and more. Outfit yourself in the latest and the greatest. And don't forget your horse. EquestrianCollections.com offers some 400 blankets, sheets, and coolers from Buckus, Amigo, and Rambo by Horseware, Hug, Kensington, Triple Crown Custom, and Weatherbeta, just to name a few. Your horse will be warm and dry and stylish this winter. Not sure what type of saddle pad you want? Well, go to Equestrian Collections because they have over 600 different choices. No matter whether you ride English, Western, or bareback around the backyard, EquestrianCollections.com has the most amazing selection of brand name products you are going to find anywhere. So stop by today, equestriancollections.com. And welcome back to the show, Dr. Tanya Cubitt from Performance Horse Nutrition. She stops by every month to help us ask more questions about how to feed our horses properly. (laughs) Oh, and I think we've come up with, the more times I come on, the more questions there are. But I really enjoy coming on and answering and trying to answer more and more questions. But... Uh, We've been on a real fiber kick and hay and talking about forage because it's widely known that forage is the most important part of any horse's diet. It doesn't matter if it's a Kentucky Derby winner or a backyard pony. It is the most important part of any horse's diet. But then we've got to understand a little bit about fiber and the utilization in horses. So we'll get a little bit complex, but hopefully not too bad. Many of the nutrients in forages, and when I use the word forage, I mean hay, grass, beet pulp, any kind of fiber source, must be released from the plant material via digestion before they can be absorbed and utilized. Digestibility is used to describe how easily a feedstuff is broken, is digested or broken down. So there's bacteria that live in the hindgut of the horse, and they break down these fiber sources. That's where the forage is digested in the in the hindgut in the large um, large intestine. Highly digestible feedstuffs are easily broken down, while those of lower digestibility are more difficult to digest. Digestibility is really important because it gives us an idea of how available the plants and nutrients are for absorption. This is a good example. Two forages, for example, may contain the exact same amount of nutrients like selenium, calcium, protein. However, if one is less digestible, 
the nutrients will be remain bound in the plant material and unavailable for absorption and therefore will be excreted in the horse's manure. So we really have to look at the, when we're looking at a bag of feed and the fiber sources that go into it, we need to be looking at, are they digestible fiber sources? If we're looking at the hay and we've got a hay test, there are two values, ADF and NDF, that give us measures of digestibility and palatability. Sometimes we can look at a hay report and it's got great energy and protein and the mineral content is all there, but the digestibility is very low, so they're not actually going to be able to get any of that, of that those nutrients. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible, terrible. So one factor that can determine how easily a feedstuff is digested is fiber or structural carbohydrate. The primary structural carbohydrates, which constitute the fibrous portion of the plant, include cellulose, hemicellulose, and lignin. Some of you, lignin is a little bit more common term. You may have heard of that before. These fibrous carbohydrates play an important role in providing plants with their structural rigidity. Last time we were talking about late maturing Timothy hay. Now that late maturing or perhaps your first cut hay, it's going to be really tall. It's taken us a while to get out into the field because it was wet. So the plants have had more time to grow. So they have to be more structural and rigid to stay up and not just flop over. So they have more of these fibrous carbohydrates. However, these fibrous carbohydrates, they make them more difficult to digest because of their complex chemical arrangements. These structural carbohydrates must be broken down into simpler forms to be absorbed by the gut. Unfortunately, a horse is not a cow. The horse does not produce the necessary enzymes to break down and digest these complex, fibrous, really fibrous carbohydrates. Instead, the horse relies on microbes, microbes in the hindgut to break them down. Not all fibrous carbohydrates are digested with the same efficiency. Hemicellulose, for example, is readily digested more so than cellulose while lignin, lignin is completely non-digestible by both the horse's enzymes and the microbes that live in the gut. So if we've got a high lignin content in our forage, it's not going to get digested. Structural carbohydrate content is typically estimated. We've heard, you've heard me use the terms NDF and ADF. NDF is going to give you a measure of palatability and ADF a measure of digestibility. So um, if we think about these, I like to compare these two ingredients, soy holes and oat holes. They sound like the same thing, right? They're both holes. Why wouldn't they, why would they be different? Um, one is just the hole that came off of the oat and one is the, uh, the hole that came off the soy. They should be fairly fibrous. Well, they vary greatly. One, you do want to see on your ingredients list, the other, you don't. So soy holes are considered a super fiber due to their very low lignin content. Remember, lignin is the one that you the horse cannot digest, which it leads, the fact that they have a really low lignin content means they're highly digestible and very palatable. Oat holes, on the other hand, have a very high lignin content, which significantly decreases their digestibility and therefore the nutrients that you can get out of those oat holes. 
So if we compare the lignin content of oat hulls is 7% and of soy hulls it's 2%. So you can see it's much, much lower, that non-digestible factor. Um, soy hulls are also really low in sugars and starches, around 5%. Uh, oat hulls, 17%. Wow. So, yeah, I like to compare those because they sound the same, but they're really not. So when I am specifically looking at feeds or maybe we're starting to feed a, what I will call a hay alternative, like a pelleted forage, um, you, a hay stretcher or a hay a forage extender, um, I like to look at the ingredient list and make sure that Soy hulls are the predominant ingredient and not oat hulls because the oat hulls is really just going to decrease your digestibility. So you're just feeding a lot of manure. So oat hulls really is a filler. It is, yeah. <laughs> now, see, knowing nothing about um, oat hulls or soy hulls, and you, and you would have asked me, which one should you be feeding your horse? I would have said soy hulls because soybeans are a superfood. Not so. Well, soy hulls, yes. Soy hulls is the one that you want to see in there. Oat hulls, not so much. Okay, so it's the oat hulls that have the right... Oh, wow, this is so confusing. I need <laughs> oat to pay hulls, attention. you're not going to be able to digest. <laughs> soy hulls, very highly digestible. Wow, yes. isn't that interesting? <clears throat> and we mentioned in an, earlier, in an earlier one that soy hulls have a, a really highly di a high amount of energy, Um up there close to beet pulp and oats as far as their energy content. So they're very digestible and full of nutrition. Some people are nervous about soy. You know, we hear a lot of stuff in human nutrition. Um, the soy holes do not carry any of the proteins. So if your horse is allergic to soy, which there are very few horses out there, but there are some, if your horse is allergic to soy, soy hulls are still fine because the proteins are in the bean, not in the hull. There you go. Interesting. Gosh, you did it again. Uh, more questions. <laughs> more questions. So um, you have to pay attention to all those really fancy numbers. Or if you're still confused about which one you're feeding, you can contact Dr. Cubit at Performance Horse Nutrition. And where would she do that? You certainly can. You can find us at on the internet at performancehorsenutrition.com. We have our phone number and our email there, and we'd be more than happy to take any of your questions. Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests at horsetipdaily.com. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of equestriancollections.com and listeners like you. Learn how you can help support Horse Radio Network programming and qualify for auditors-only perks by going to horsetipdaily.com and clicking on the Become an Auditor banner on the homepage. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>